Hey, it's your boy, Alan. And it's your boy, Nicholas. And you are listening to the Toast of the Goodfellas podcast. This platform is designed to highlight the creatives, the go-getters, and the entrepreneurs of Southwest Florida. In these episodes, you will hear from local artists, authors, filmmakers, business owners, musicians, and more. All sharing their knowledge, experiences, and motivations behind their craft. So So we we raise raise our glasses glasses to them. The people who make Southwest Florida great. And one of the fastest up-and-coming areas to be a part of. This one is for you. So let's toast to the good fellas. Episode 31, EQ Recording Multimedia, Fort Myers, Florida. We are here tonight. It's a beautiful night here in Southwest Florida. What's up, Nick? How's everything going? What up, Alan? It's nice to be back in the studio. I feel like we definitely have some lapses in which we're not in here. But every time we get back in here, the creativity just starts flowing. But I'm doing good, bro. It's, How because, you? it's because of life, man. Life, it gets busy. You know, we're out there grinding. We're out there hustling, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? So as you see, we have a crowd uh, on our table here. Uh, so we'll go ahead and get them introduced real who, quick. Who are these lovely ladies that are here with us tonight? Uh, we're definitely in uh, in respect to them. We're collaborating with the Heels Off Less Talk podcast. So we'll have them introduce themselves. <laughs> so welcome back, beautiful people. It's your girl Shakira, of course, and I'm rocking with my two lovely ladies, Valerie and Nicola. But as you can see, we are not alone. We are joined by the men of Toast to the Goodfellas, Nick and Alan, in the building. Hey. Um, we just want to say we are just so like privileged and honored for like this collaboration because we all know it's like long overdue. Like we've been talking about this for months. Yeah. <laughs> um, we just want to say like we admire you guys' work ethic and everything that you're doing for Southwest Florida and just, you know, like just beyond. Like we just want to know like what are you guys looking forward to in the future? And like just tell us about yourselves and what made you guys want to start Toast to the Good Fellas and just kind of like an introduction kind of per se. Just you guys have the floor. I'll stop talking now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so thank you for that. Uh, we appreciate the recognition. But we definitely see you guys doing big things too. So don't don't feel like you guys don't have the spotlight on you because we definitely see you guys doing big things. Uh, but <laughs> like I said, my name is Nicholas. Uh, in terms of why we started the Toast of the Goodfellas podcast, I would say me and Alan, one day we were talking about podcasts and... Um, we were just talking about different issues and all of a sudden it just clicked to us. I was like, why don't we start a podcast of ourselves? And we came, each of us came with like different topic ideas of what we eventually would talk about. Mm -hmm. And then it came about where everything that we had mentioned kind of relates to Southwest Florida in general. Mm -hmm. You know, some of the, because we both went to school here, both FGC alumni. Um, (laughs) Go FGC, go Eagles. Go Eagles. We live here in Fort Myers and there's usually, there's times where we were chatting, but there's also times where we don't have the time to really, you know, go in depth with certain things. So being able to have a platform where A, we can go in depth with certain things, certain topics, but also kind of highlight some of the businesses, you know, the 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 go-getters in the community, the other people that are doing and grinding every day. I think that kind of really inspired us to continue our grind because me and Alan were very, like, productive. I, I, would, I would say we're very productive in our everyday schedules. Like, I work two jobs. I also have my dog, I have my girlfriend, and I do this podcast on the side. And Alan has a laundry list of things that he does too, but I'll, I'll have him talk a little bit more about that I don't as well. want to bore anybody to death. <laughs> <All right. laughs> but at the end of the day, I feel like we wanted to meet people in the community that matches, like, our grind, matches yeah. our ability to, you know, produce, you know, quality, motivational things. 
And I feel like there are a lot of businesses out here that are doing very positive things in the in the community, and they don't get noticed. So we kind of want to put that spotlight on them. You yeah, just to piggyback off, Nick. I mean, first of all, my name is Alan. All right, I'm from Miami, Florida. Moved here in 2014. Been here since. So diehard South Floridian. I guess if that's like a thing, you know. But yeah, you know, just to piggyback off Nick, like we started a podcast because we want to, you know, highlight this community. Like this community has a need and that need is for, you know, recognition. We, it's the fastest growing city. Fort Myers is the fastest growing city in the nation per Business Insider. And Business Insider is a legit source, you know. So, you know, I see that and I'm like, man, we're right in between Miami and Tampa. You know, why why don't we just, you know, become, why don't we start something beautiful and, you know, give that recognition that South, South Southwest Florida deserves, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it's, we, we do podcasting and we've ha- had like local entrepreneurs, um, local um, musicians, local artists, and you know our, our audience has absolutely loved the conversations that we've had. You know, mm-hmm. and you know something that we're tapping into right now is helping small businesses. You know, with their social media marketing and offering them like podcasting services and stuff. Um, I, I, podcasting is like the new trend now. You know, I'm sure like yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, like everybody wants to do a podcast, and honestly, yeah. they're very, they're very. Um, I feel like they're also they're very like therapeutic. You know, mm-hmm. and I feel that. You know, it's it's another industry that somebody could tap mm-hmm. into, you know, and make a career out of. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we want to highlight that. We want to, you know, give ourselves, you know, that exposure as well. And, you know, just network, connect with people. Like, I'm a people person. I love connecting with people. You know, I love making, um, collaborating, like, collaborating on events and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this platform right here is, you know, what gives me that, you know, opportunity. And, you know, I'm trying to take advantage of it. Every, you know, I'm, I'm still, I, I consider myself a pretty young guy, you know. You're so, de- you know, definitely a young guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're all young. We're all young. All right. We're all young. But, you know, I'm I'm definitely, you know, in that you know point in my life where I want to really just expand my skill set and, you know, just network with as much people as we can, quality people as I can, you know, to get me to that next level and to get me to, you know, to achieve my goals. Very well said. And as 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 you guys can attest, doing a podcast is not you know just it's not an easy thing yeah. to do. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. there's a lot of work that goes in the behind the scenes, whether mm-hmm. it's you know post production or pre production, just just setting up things. It, it, it takes time, um, and yeah. time is is a key factor in a lot of the things that we do. Yeah, I, I felt like y'all were shook when we were like setting up. I was like, yeah, y'all can talk, y'all can y'all can laugh now. Like, like, no <laughs> But no, I I really enjoyed listening to you guys' podcast. And I also like the fact that you guys highlight those businesses. Because again, like when I look at you guys' Instagram, when I listen to you guys' podcast, like some of these businesses, I didn't know they existed. And I'm like, oh, oh, I can do that. Oh, Mm -hmm. oh, you can eat there. Like, and that's very, those are very important conversations. And those are very, very important things to highlight. Mm -hmm. And I think it's helping the community discover other Part of the community, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes a, it yeah. makes a big impact on people, you Correct. know. And I realized yeah. that I love, you know, solving people's problems and mm-hmm. stuff. And it's something that Nick and I, I feel like, are pretty good at, you know. And we want to keep helping, you know, community and stuff. And That's and the, awesome. and y'all like what y'all are doing, like is is great too. Because <laughs> I mean, you, like like the the voice y'all have for women, 
you know, mm-hmm. and, and everything like that, like, it's it's very powerful and it's great, you know, it's, it, it needs to be done. It needs to be, you know, heard out there. So, mm-hmm. really, mm-hmm. really, really admire what y'all are doing, too. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. But, 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 yeah, like, so, so, um, what made y'all want to start? So, I mean, we've told the story a million times, probably. <laughs> hey, same as us. But <laughs> yeah. I will say for, um, you know, we've been friends for nine years. We met in yeah. college, FGCU. Go Eagles. And um, we've always talked about doing, like, a YouTube channel, just kind of getting mm-hmm. together. Like you said, like, being women, empowering other women. That's what we stand for, and that's what we are here to do. And last year, right before the pandemic, we were all in different states. Shakira was in Georgia. I was in Phoenix, Arizona. And Valerie was here in Southwest Florida. So we just figured, why not start a podcast? It'll be a way for us to kind of get away from our nine to five jobs or other activities that we're doing, come together as women and talk about real issues that we that we go through. Because as women, we're always often told, no, you have to fit in this certain box. You have to be this certain person. And we go through real things. And yeah. we just want to be a voice for women, not only in Southwest Florida, but just in the United States and our culture, our society, just be able to stand up and talk about things that might make other people uncomfortable. Yeah. So our whole model is being empowering, having empowering conversations mm-hmm. um, to empower other people. So I love that. Yeah. So what's something that you feel that What's what's an example of something that might, quote unquote, trigger someone maybe? <laughs> um, I can think about the, our episode for insecurities, mm-hmm. um, and we really talked about that. We actually got really deep and personal about mm-hmm. what our insecurities are, mm-hmm. and you know, it is a trigger to other people. Yeah. Other people, you know, other women have insecurities, whether that's their body, whether that's you know the way they look, or whether that's their education, whatever that it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and we wanted to kind of talk about those things and. Mm-hmm make them feel comfortable like listen like we're just like you and we all have insecurities and we just need to work on those insecurities like you don't have to be ashamed of it you just have to work on it it's funny that you bring out that episode because i remember exactly i was driving on the highway to tampa and i put that episode on it was like the newer episode that just Mm -hmm. came out and i was like you know what i don't want to listen to music let me just listen to a podcast i was with my girlfriend and she doesn't usually tune in to like some of the podcasts i listen to she's usually on her phone doing whatever she's doing but then i remember specifically there was something that you guys were talking about she's like hmm Who's talking here? What podcast is this? I was like, oh, got your attention, huh? So yeah, I remember specifically with that episode. It was uh, it was definitely a good one. So good job Thank on you. that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that was a fun one. Yes, it was. Yeah, I could definitely see why you know that would cause some people to feel a little uncomfortable because who isn't comfortable? Who isn't like yeah. uncomfortable with their own mm-hmm. insecurity? You know what yeah. I mean? Like I know, like for me myself, I wouldn't be comfortable just talking about my insecurities all the time because they're insecurities for a reason. But I definitely appreciate you guys' podcast, and it's definitely a need here mm-hmm. in the community because you don't see a lot of young uh, black women talking about exactly. just you know their own personal lives outside mm-hmm. of you know just their professional lives. They usually try to stick to their, you know, their, yeah. their niche or their box that they right. that their society puts them in. Right. And I, I know the the struggles of trying to unleash yourself from that box yeah. definitely takes yeah. takes Very a toll. Um, but how has you guys' experience been here in Southwest Florida starting a podcast? Because I know it's not easy. So mm-hmm. starting, yeah, start start <laughs> starting up the podcast. Yeah. Oh my gosh, um, you know it's funny because I remember the day when we actually like we came to my house. And we all sat down in the living room. <laughs> and it photos. was just like, okay, we're really doing this. I was like on the fence because I was like, we're not going to do this. Like, <laughs> this ain't going to happen. But then they 
sat there and they had like their pen and their paper. We were all set to go. Like it was a lot of research. Mm-hmm. Like we studied you guys a lot, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, we did we like a lot us, of bro. background. <laughs> we're, we're famous, bro. We made oh, it. Like, <laughs> they got their issue. <laughs> um, but no, we did like a lot of research. We attended like a lot of um, like seminars, like little webinars they have, like virtually, yeah. of course, because COVID mm-hmm. was just starting. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, we're really gonna do this. So we had like a whole like planners were out, papers were out. We did the whole LLC thing. Like we're like, we got this, we got this. DBAs, but, like yeah, just yeah. names. We gonna talk about that. Um, we made some mistakes. Yeah, we made a lot of mistakes. But, like, we had to get that together. Then, you know, we got our marketing person over here. She's like, oh, we have so much more stuff to do, you guys. Like, mm-hmm. we have to make sure our sound is good. We have to make sure we're promoting ourselves. Like, it's a lot of stuff that you don't think about that mm-hmm. goes on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we had to make sure microphones were great. We had to make sure, like, I can't tell you how many times we recorded our first episode. Like re-recorded really? our, <laughs> our intros. Yeah, oh, like man. it was a lot of work. I was like, oh my god, this is like another job. Yeah. But it was fun. Like the whole process was fun. I feel like we came together mm-hmm. for like a goal and a purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, and then we figured out like each other's like you know what their one person is good at may not be something that any other person is good at. Mm-hmm. Like I suck at social media. That's what she's nodding her head. <laughs> <laughs> She's our social media go-to. She's our marketing go-to. And I'm just the one that keeps everybody in check. So it (laughs) works. Everybody kind of just balances off, you know, Mm -hmm. and everybody just feeds off each other's energy. So what, you know, one person may not feel comfortable doing something. It's like, okay, I got you. I'll take it from here. So Mm -hmm. I think the whole process really makes us become better as friends, too, Mm -hmm. while also giving back to the people that we care about. So, like, Mm -hmm. our mantra is, like, empowered women, empower women. Mm -hmm. So when we feel like we're empowering somebody else or giving somebody else something that we feel like we lack, mm-hmm. it's, like, beneficial. So we're, like, bouncing off. Like, somebody's taking away something at the end of our episode. Like, that's yeah. what's important to us. Yeah. That's the goal. Yeah, we had a very similar experience. When we started, it was in my living room, and <laughs> we, were, we screwed on. It was that, um, the, the mic holder. I forgot what it's really called. Mm-hmm. And we were sharing the mic. Yeah. Oh. We were sharing the mic. It was on our dining table. It was on my dining table, and, you know, our guest was, like, right there. And we're on GarageBand yeah. trying to figure out, like, the audio stuff. And GarageBand is, like, I don't know if y'all use that, but, like, it is a very complicated, complicated oh software. You I know? tried that, didn't work. And, they do it, and I think they do it on purpose because they want you to buy, mm-hmm. you know, an easier software, right. which makes perfect sense. So we're playing around with that. And then, you know, by the grace of God, you know, shout out to Woody because I know Woody's going to listen to this episode. Um, he introduced us to Josh, who's in the in the recording room right now. And, you know, he was able to, you know, secure us this spot. And then Josh has been helping us out with the audio and everything. So that's a huge help. Yeah. And, um, you know, like we can't be more grateful for that. But it's been it's been quite a journey. And you're right. It could feel like a job sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you'll definitely hear the the rookie mistakes in our first episode. If you go back to listen yeah. to episode one, yeah, I don't want to hear those chops, those hard, those every, hard cuts. Everybody's first episode is usually yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. it makes perfect. Yeah, it's, it's definitely nice though when you do come together and that that product does begin to form into something mm-hmm. that it may not have initially started as, mm-hmm. but yeah. eventually goes into something you know that's solid that someone can actually listen to. Like there's beauty in that. Yeah. Um, um, and I think that's why there's a lot of people that do gravitate towards podcasts is because, at least for me, I know there's a lot of misinformation out there. At least hearing it from the community itself, like a direct source from the community, kind of gives you a little bit more opportunity to 
determine for yourself the authenticity mm-hmm. and not having somebody else determine it for you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm hearing a story from Nicola about her job and, like, only Nicola's perspective mm-hmm. is something that I could take away, I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. I can't, you know, I believe what she's saying. I mean, she's in that position. I could believe her experience from there. But if I'm hearing it from, you know, someone said... Someone said this uh, about this particular event, you know, then there's a lot of different, you know, uh, different angles that can take. There could be a lot of misinformation, but I like hearing it directly from the sources of the people that are actually going through those issues or going through those situations. Because if it was me talking about Nicole's job, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it would have been a lot of misinformation. <laughs> Believe it or not, fun fact: me and Nicola work at the same marketing agency. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So I, like, I don't know how you deal. I don't know how you put up with this guy twenty four seven. Then Nicola could probably attest that I'm very different at work. Oh yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So how how is Nick at work? Is he like focused? Yeah, is, like, is, is he animated like he is on the podcast? More. Like, he's like in the zone, like doing yeah. his own thing. Like if I come, like say, I will sit, have to be like, hey Nick, Nick, Nick. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what you want, in man? Zone. Nick, right. Schedule an appointment with me. Yeah. Like on my calendar. Yeah. I'm like sorry, sorry. Like, dude, I'm like literally like six feet away from you. Like, come on. <laughs> well, 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 now you gotta be seven feet. No, oh, yeah, 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 so I was like, all right, what, what, what issues, you know, I, I'm very curious to hear your perspectives on some issues that you feel um, that, you know, people need to hear. And, you know, we can just piggyback off of that. Mm. Issues. <laughs> issues or stereotypes you know but um okay so there's always a double standard when it comes to relationships because that's a big thing in everyone's lives you all go through it right Mm -hmm. so like for instance friends with benefits women if they were to attempt to perform that or like be a part of that they would be labeled and stereotyped into a box of oh they are this kind of person Mm -hmm. whereas men do it they get like a high five pat in the back you go yeah keep at it and it's like, these are some of like the issues that we like to talk about in terms of like, it's okay to express yourself and live your life the way that you choose, as long as you're being safe and smart about it. Thank but you. it's okay to be <laughs> you. And it's okay not it's to block out the noise and continue pushing on because who cares what other people think? Amen. So. And it's your decision. You're the one that's going to go to bed and you're the one that's had to think about it. Mm-hmm. It's your decision, your body, your choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what would be like the the argument to that then? So like people so then you're saying that women get labeled as, you know, in a negative way if they're friends with benefits. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I guess, I guess I mean, I think I feel like it's pretty broad, you know, cuz like there's always like a different situation, you know, there's missing details, you know that like like what? Could be labeled, you know, like, I don't know. It's just a broad oval. Like, women get, women are, um, they, they get labeled bad because, you know, they're friends with, they're doing friends with benefits. I'm like, ah, I don't think so. Not all the time, you know, like, 
I mean, it depends on who you ask, you know. Uh, so uh, we're I, asking you. I, okay, so <laughs> what I think about it is that, you know, I agree, you know, like if a woman wants, if she makes it known that she wants to be single, you know, mm-hmm. then, you know, she should, we should respect that, you know, we shouldn't label it as that, you know. Um, I think if you are asking somebody who is, um, you know, looking for a certain relationship, you know, they're probably going to be a little more judgmental towards it. Or someone who hasn't really experienced, you know, those type of situations, they're going to judge, you know, that in a negative way. Whereas, but that's why you got to get to know who you're messing with. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you can't just jump in in, in, into like um, a pool full of like sharks like that. You know what I mean? So You set set yourself up for failure. True. So for example, you were talking to to a girl. Yeah. Example. You're talking to a girl and she says... Um, we're not serious, and I do have two friends with benefits. What would be your first assessment? What would be the first thing you think about? And you're very into that girl. You want to, you know, to make her your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think? I'd be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be fresh off like, okay, I understand that. You know, I always want to be pretty empathetic about it because, you mm-hmm. know, everybody, like I said, you got to understand people's like situations, you know, and if they choose to do that, there's a reason why, you know, mm-hmm. and you don't, I don't, and you, I don't, um, you don't have to tell me why, you know, like I'm, I'm no one for you to tell me why, but I mean, I would kind of hint at the fact that, like, Hey, like, you know, I kind of just want it to be myself. And if it's not like that and if she doesn't respect that, then I would kind of remove, remove myself from that situation, you know? That is very so, mature. That is very mature. mature. You're saying you're not with it. You're just like, nah. Well, I would try. I would make an attempt to be like, hey, I think I'm not strong enough. I'm not good enough to be like for you to focus on just me. So I got to do what I can for you to just let go of those other um, clowns. <laughs> you know, because honestly, well, here's, 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 what I, here's what I think about it. I mean, I'm like, there's no way like. How I think about it, like those, those guys can't compare to me. Like you don't, you haven't reached okay, that level. You haven't reached that level <laughs> to where uh, how I can provide for you. So give me that opportunity, so I can, you know, you can see that in me, and then you'll remove those two people, and you'll just stick with me. You know, I'll be, I'll be trying, I'll try to like make it known about that. That hey, listen, like I'm gonna put more effort towards mm-hmm. it. Gotcha. But, but at the same time, if you're not really about it, I'm not gonna force you to do anything. Correct. Mm-hmm. You know. And I'm like, all right, cool. Do your thing. Mm-hmm. On to the next one. Mm-hmm. Oh, dead. On to the next one. No, seriously, if you're on to the next one, it's then I'm going to go on to the next one, too. Right. You know, like, like, you ain't even on my level. Like, bye. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like, I like that. I what like about that. you? What's your perspective on that? So I definitely agree that there is a double standard. Um, and I think that's also pushed by, you know, just general, you know, media and society. Mm-hmm. Um But in terms of a friends with benefits situation, I will agree that women promote primarily always pushed a culture and what I've always liked is that they've pushed uh, the, like for me personally the women in my life and people I've, I've listened to they've always pushed me to be able to like be as open and honest with someone as possible mm-hmm. um, because I, re- I still remember like a lot of you know friends that are girls that I've you know had good relationships with they've always told me like 
if you're honest with me, we have no issues. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's always been a thing that's been stuck in my head. So any relationship I've ever been with a, a woman, I've always, you know, try to be as upfront as possible. And if it, there was a situation where, let's say, at first I was cool with being, you know, friends with benefits, and then maybe I grew into some feelings, yeah. well, then there has to be some sort of conversation there. And if the feeling's not mutual, like Alan said, then I, you know, have to kindly remove myself out of the situation. Because I'd rather do that than, you know, play a fool and get hurt. Or worse worse than that, we both hurt each other. Sure. So I definitely agree that there's a double standard. But I also definitely agree it's great to be honest up front. And I feel like that's where a lot of people kind of, you know, fall off the wagon mm-hmm. is that they don't necessarily communicate very well. I mean, a lot of people don't communicate very well. But... Not communicating when you're in relation to someone is a is an issue, and it definitely needs to be talked about. Just like you have to have consent to be able to to have mm. sex, you have to yeah. be able to communicate about what it is before you get into it. But some, I'll be honest with y'all. Um, <laughs> I was like, some like women, <laughs> I agree with the honesty is the best policy. Mm-hmm. But I've come to find out that some, not all, some women can't handle the truth. That is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why that is, is that? So if y'all if y'all want the truth, and why do you complain? Why do you get mad about it? So it's like okay, sometimes we get put into a position like okay, she can't handle the truth, so should I lie? But then if I lie, it's gonna get uh, bad. So I'm in the lose lose situation. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. My pers- take the lead on. No, I'm gonna say my perspective. <laughs> I'm not. It's not that I feel like I'm. Well, I'm speaking for myself. Um, I feel like if you're lied to, it's it's worse than. Hearing the truth, I'm, you might be upset because you didn't like what you heard, but at the same time, you're very appreciative that this person decided to tell you the truth and respect you enough to tell you the truth. So you're saying you need time to reflect. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I know for me personally, if I don't like something, I'd rather say, "Let me think about that. Let me get back to you," because I need to sort through my feelings because I don't want to react out of anger or react out of you know jealousy or anything like that when I know that I do appreciate the truth and I would rather this person tell me up front mm-hmm. rather than holding it, you know, holding back and, and hiding things from me. Because mm-hmm. then when you find that out, you find out a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. You know, that personally for me. So. I could definitely, yeah, I could agree yeah. with that because I've had situations in the past where like I've said something and it was the truth and, you know, I got him that, that blown back, you know, like where I'm like, what the fuck, yeah. you know? But I'm like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I do remember getting them texts like, I appreciated you telling yeah. me that. Yeah. But I think yeah. it's just a human nature thing. No one likes right. to be yeah. like put exactly. on the spot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not everybody reacts well to, to being put on the spot, mm-hmm. even if you're saying something that's true. Like, think about someone who's not humble. If you call them out on something that they're mm-hmm. maybe insecure about, right. they may react with yeah. anger. They may react with, you know, some sort of animosity. But at the end of the day, they might reflect back on what that what happened and come back to you maybe a couple of days later. But, hey, you know, I was wrong. I, and no, I understand that. So then why do you keep asking for the truth? I mean, I have this issue, too, though, because I do because I do get because I'm not going to lie. I do get mad. I do get mad. Like, I, I'm, I'm a very curious person. Mm-hmm. So I would keep trying to find that out. And then sometimes you're right, you know, like, it does. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I know that, you know, there's some people who can handle that. You know, I've had experience that, you know, people can't handle the truth if they keep asking, like, oh, okay, fine, I'll tell you this. And then I tell them, and everything's cool. But that's not always the case, you know? And I feel like you guys have to think about it this way, too. Um, Women and men, we're not so different. So if you think about it, like, wouldn't you want this person to tell you something 
mm-hmm. rather than finding out? Yeah. Nah. It's basically the same thing. It's like, okay, like mm-hmm. say, for example, you had a friend with benefit, right? And you thought the, the mutual understanding was that we were going to be each other's friends with benefit. Right, and you find out later on that this person had two, three friends with benefits. I don't want a disease. Rather than this person saying, "Hey, I have this other friend with benefit," are you okay with that? If you're not okay with that, then you, that's your decision to remove yourself from the situation. Mm-hmm. You you'll be upset. It's just like the the women, like when these things happen and men are not honest about them, you get pissed. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. if you had told me, you you would have given me a choice mm-hmm. to make, you know, my own decision mm-hmm. of whether or not I want to stay or whether or not I want to leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're we're more similar than I. F- I feel like we need to think. get better, like just as human nature. Now, not just only women or men. We need to Correct. get better at like making decisions on the spot. Because I don't like that, like, oh, I got to think about it. It's like, no, you want yes or no? Like, is it because I get an emotion? It's like, there's times where I do get mad at things, but then, you know, I do still want you. So, yeah, I'm going to say, yeah, you know, like, I mean, that's just me. But, like, but I know I still, I got to get better at that, being more consistent with that. But I I do believe as human nature, we just got to be better to think on our, think on our feet, you know? You just don't want to make permanent decisions. That's what I was saying. If you're upset and then you're like, okay, let me just say this. And then you think about it later and you're like. It wasn't yeah, that. that, was, that was kind you of know, sometimes right. I do it's that. Just, it's yeah. not the life. It's I not. It's it. not hey, Johnny, yeah. <laughs> it's not yeah. Yeah. If it's like a personal decision, then by all means, go ahead. Think on the spot. Do whatever yeah. you want. But when yeah. it's like somebody else's emotions are involved, you have to reflect and think. Like, what if I say this? Is that yeah. going to affect the person? Like, is that going to hurt them even more? And back to the whole lying and telling the truth. I feel like it's just better to be honest. No matter how dumb y'all think the truth may sound, because mm-hmm. sometimes it really sounds dumb. You're like, yeah. oh, should I just tell her a lie? Because mm-hmm. what I'm about to say <laughs> is just really. Stupid. Like I didn't leave my shoes at my friend's house. That doesn't make any sense. Like, no. But just tell the truth because oh if you, I was, I was, I was out feeding pigeons. I don't know what you're right, talking about. Yeah, it's just sometimes it's you guys think it's harder to tell the truth, but really it's just just tell the truth because then a woman we're gonna reflect and think like, okay, was he lying about that? Then if he just lied to me about something so petty and so mm. stupid, so we go back like five, ten years, fifteen minutes before what you just said to back up. Me like, oh, we got okay. a lot of time to think. Okay. Yeah, but let me tell you, oh, yeah. but let me, but let me, let me tell you something going. too. I feel like the truthful guy gets labeled as the good guy, and not all women like the good guy. So then, so then, do you want the truth or not? (laughs) That's sometimes I think about that. I'm like, I don't know. Should I I be the good guy or the bad guy here? You know, like I've literally gone into stuff like situationships, as I like to call it. Situationships. Yeah, (laughs) we love that. Be like, all right, entanglements. Okay, I'm trying to get to know this person. Yeah. I'm like, okay, if I do this from my prior experience, but I don't want to let, I want to, I don't want to let my prior experience like dictate what my present mm-hmm. ex- like um, situation is. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to try this. Oh, okay, maybe she didn't react like this to this, so I got to do this. You know, it's, it's sometimes like it's it's hard to read, man. It's yeah. hard to read. I feel like the woman has to be mature mm-hmm. in order to appreciate a good guy, mm-hmm. because like I know personally for me. When we were young, you know, when, when when I was young, yeah, the bad boys. Oh, my God, I'm so attracted to the bad boys. The bad boys really don't make husbands. They don't, you know, the, mm-hmm. 
But as you mature, you see someone for who they are and you actually was like, you know what, this is somebody that I would want to be in my life. This is somebody that I would want to have a future with because this is a good person. And then you start looking at as the maturity comes, you start looking as it as if not just this person would be you know, a good person for me, but when we have kids, like how would this person, you know, be? But if you're lying about petty stuff, when you have what? That's what your kid's gonna learn. So then as you mature, I feel like it becomes important. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I do like that. I like that. I, it's all about the maturity level, yeah. you know, at some point. And um, I, I feel that, you know, I think there's there's some people that still kind of like, at a, like in a way, admire that, like, uh, I don't want to say toxic because I feel like that word gets used too much. <laughs> and I feel like it gets used too much and not a lot of people know what it really means, I feel. Mm-hmm. But they like that, like, um, yeah, just, just not the nice type of stuff, you know, because it, it comes off as clingy, mm-hmm. you know? And, yeah, you don't want to be too clingy. I mean, I don't like clingy either. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I think that, yeah, it, it's it's a weird situation. I, but, you know, I do like the maturity standpoint mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's weird if I'm talking to somebody, right, about something emotional and they just, like, on the spot have an answer. I think that's kind of suspect. Yeah, like I'm, I'm like, Did you mm, this? this is kind of weird. Like, how'd you know I was gonna ask you that? You know, like I, I feel Did like she- that'd be kind of weird. I, I could understand if they take some time to like think about it, because yeah. if you expect me to have an answer for everything as soon as you ask me a question, like, bro, like I don't know. <laughs> so then I don't know, like, how strong is the relationship then at that point? If you really got to think about it, like, do you really love that person? Like, if you really got to think about, I mean, I thought we were just but talking about friends with benefits. <laughs> Yeah, no, I got you. I got you. I mean, I will say back, you know, what you were saying. Everybody is different. So some people can be like in tune with other people's emotions like really quickly where they're like, oh my God, I empathize with you. I understand what you're saying. And some people are just like, Give me a minute. Give me like five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Five minutes is fine. Yeah, they don't know how to tune into those emotions. Not that they don't care about you, but some people just aren't connected in a way that they can be empathetic and like just be vulnerable and put themselves in that situation. Yeah, I'm like, listen, I'm all for like, if you need to go take a walk to kind of yeah. and go listen to music, go ahead. <laughs> not like I'm not saying like if I say something, you got to react like in five seconds. Nah, but don't but don't take a freaking week. Not even a couple days, like, honestly, because all you need is a good night's sleep. That's how I think. Like, you just need a good night's sleep. You know, just need to talk to other people, not talk to me, fine, for the whole, for 24 hours. But then after that, I expect the response. I expect the response. I don't know if you're gay, left or red. Answer me. He's like, I know you saw my Hey, man, everybody has been left on red at some point, you know? So Facts. I mean, I don't know, I don't know about y'all. I, I don't definitely know about y'all. Maybe I'm speaking for no, me, no, Nick, I, I, Nick, Josh. I definitely Justin. feel you, though. No one likes getting left on red. Yeah. And I've, I, everybody I've ever known has always told me they never liked being left on red. So yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. That's definitely the thing. Yeah. And, uh, we need to stop doing that, people. We need to stop doing that. <laughs> I think with the friends with benefits, I think with the, me, I'm like, mm. from a friend with friends with benefits standpoint, like, damn, this mic keeps uh, falling. No, okay. From a friends with benefits standpoint, I w- I just want to make sure that you know, I-, I feel like the way I would deliver, I'd be very truthful for like what like my intentions are, mm-hmm. um, you know, and just just with, just with anything that she wants to know, mm-hmm. um, and I respect, I expect the same. You know, and if we're kind of doing that, then we're in a way we're hitting it off a little bit. So I do expect some respect at some point. You know, I'm not, right. 
I don't feel like I'm just your, you know, your freaking boy toy. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> so I have a question for y'all then. Yeah. In terms of friends with benefits, mm-hmm. who would you prefer make that arrangement known first? Mm-hmm. You or the man? Myself. Dang, I was going to ask him a question about that. Oh, go, flipped go it, reversed no, no. it. Um, go ahead. <laughs> what do you mean? So, for like, oh, if you get, like, let's say, for example, I don't know where, where people find okay, people. Okay, so, yeah, for example, like, you know, friends with benefits, like, I'm trying to do friends with benefits with you. Mm-hmm. Like, if I say, hey, listen, like, honestly, I don't want a relationship. You know, I kind of want to just, like, hook up and hit it off, you know, like, how would you react to that, you know, or would you want to bring that up first? I think the person that brings it up first has more power. Exactly. Because they're more in control of their emotions. Uh, they know exactly mm-hmm. what they want. And the other person's kind of caught off guard to the point where they're just like, well, I guess I like you. So I'm guessing I'm going to roll with this because that's mm-hmm. what you want. So I, I like they don't make a decision based on what they truly want because they, I feel like they, I don't think they got ambushed, but they just got caught off guard. And they really yeah. like that person. They know that's what they want. So they're going to do it anyway. So this is why you take a few days to think about it. And <laughs> create that thing on the spot. Right, right. right. You can create that pros and cons list so you can see right. how it's going to work for you. Pros <laughs> and cons. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm all but saying but they have apps like Tinder first. where you could just put so friends right, with benefits so on the, in the bio. But you think about it, though. Yeah, they'd be doing I don't, that. I don't really? like those setting those like expectations <laughs> of friends with benefits immediately. I feel like you just got to get see, to know the person and then from there. I piggyback off what Nick said earlier because mm-hmm. you were saying like, yeah, you do the friends with benefits. Then you say if feelings are involved, you then have that conversation. So mm-hmm. are you having that conversation? Like, we're friends with benefits. Like, this is it. Or does it just kind of fall into that? Yeah. Mm. Good question. I feel like nine times out of ten, it falls into it. Correct. Mm-hmm. But the mature thing would be to, to have, have the conversation. conversation. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But how many people really do that? You know what I'm saying? No. Yeah, yeah. you're right because that's and that's what I was saying before <laughs> was like you just I just you just kind of fall into it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, like you get to know them, you like their vibe. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all hook up, and then it just gets to the point where y'all just keep doing that. You guys really never talk about it. You just know it's friends with benefits. You know. And so Some, somebody brings up the conversation. I, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's just just weird. Like, you, it's it's already known that if you're going to bring something, <laughs> at this point, if you're going to bring something up, like, in that regard, mm-hmm. I would expect it to be, like, maybe, like, a relationship. Like, oh, listen, I'm falling for you. Exactly. True. You know, like, the friends with benefits, it's already, it's, it's it goes a, without yeah. saying, yeah. you know? Okay, when in that process does it get said? After the first hookup? Before the first hookup? Like... <laughs> What's the proper uh, time frame? I think it depends on the personality. Like, yeah. if you're a direct person, you're going to tell that person, like, right after it happened. Yeah. Like, listen, this is this is what's happening. Here's my syllabus. Like, uh, don't, oh. do this. don't get tested. Really? Really? Like, that's, that's it. You put, a guy, you put, like, you put together a guide or something? Like, like, you go. Yeah. Okay. By the bed. Here you go. R- roll some formulas on Excel. Like, you got man. A contract. That's what I'm saying. It depends on the person. Some people are so laid back that, like, yeah. They probably might not ever get around to it. Another yeah, person right. catches feelings. Another person's still thinking this is a friends with benefit. Right. Some people are yeah. just used to it, I guess. It depends yeah. on yeah, who the person is. I'm going to ask a juicy question. Have any, have any of you guys been in a friends with benefit relationship before? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are we going around the table? Yeah, we're going around uh, the table. Oh, okay. That would be a no. <laughs> She's like, but if I did, I'm writing. I'm all syllabus. 
<laughs> get the instruction manual. Like, okay, so yeah. then I'm gonna ask you guys, how did it? Whoa, 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 whoa! You gotta answer the question. Too. Yeah, you said how smooth that was. Oh, okay. 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 Like, wait a minute. What about you? I said no. Okay, I didn't hear that. Now go ahead. Go ahead. And so my question was, how did it start? How did it end? <laughs> so, I could go first. So most of my friends with benefits all started on Tinder. Okay. Yep. Really? Yep. So huh. it's usually like uh, we'll have a conversation. And if uh, the vibe is there, mm-hmm. we'll meet up. We meet up. <laughs> I mean, it could go in, in a lot of different directions. But I mm-hmm. From what my experience is after that first meetup, you kind of get that that vibe a little bit better. Um, typically, if it gets a little steamy too fast, that's when I automatically, for me at least, is more of like a friends with benefits type of situation. Okay. Um, I've never really evolved the friends with benefits into like a relationship. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I've never had that experience and never really worked out. Um, so that's just me and my perspective. Um, but yeah, I don't, know, I don't know about you, Alan. Yeah, the, um, really... The consistency just kind of dies down over time, and that's how it really ends. There's no, I've never really had a conversation. Well, I think you know we should stop, or like I think it just stops, you know, just naturally. And that's why I was just a big fan of like just meeting somebody, because honestly, like I'll be honest, like, and nothing against people who go on Tinder, but Tinder, you know, I don't, I don't really like going on Tinder because I just feel like it's just. I don't know. I, I'd rather just meet you up in person. Like mm-hmm. honestly, I don't want. I don't want to text you all day. I don't got time to be texting you all day. <laughs> straight up. I, I really don't. You know, I'm like straight up. I'm I'm pretty busy. You know, and I always like to you know take on different projects and mm-hmm. stuff. So I'd rather just go meet you up. And um, yeah, I think what Nick said. You know, if it gets steamy too quick, I already know how it's gonna end. It's just I already know how it's gonna be. Like I know it's not gonna be like a relationship. You know, like. Cause I'm at, at the end of this, like, damn, it took it took me that long to really mm-hmm. get steamy like that, like, mm, you know. But at at the same time, I don't judge her though. I'm like, okay, like I wanted her too, you know. And if we're doing consistently, then that means like, oh, okay, like she, you know, she um she likes my vibe, you know, I like her vibe, and you know, it just goes from there. And, and like I said, you know, how it ends really, you know, it's just the consistency, like maybe like seeing each other three times a week goes to two times a week, then to once a time a week, then, oh, I'm on vacation, and then, oh, I'm doing this, and then before <laughs> you know it, start it's been like a month and a half, two months, and I haven't seen you, and then, like... I'm reading a book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm into this new podcast. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. But I have definitely been in situations, like, where it almost led to something, but then, you know, we, we didn't see eye to eye, and, um, you know, it was like, all right, you know, then, you know, we just can't, Mm-hmm. each other then because yeah this is a perfect episode because on Friday Certified Lover Boy comes out Drake's new album by the time this is released hey. though yeah I know <laughs> they, they're, already, they're already gonna have their song they're gonna just put on replay oh I thought it was already released oops I thought it was on Friday I thought it, it, it came out with to you. Kanye oh you got oh you, you got the you got the, uh, you got the, you got the just, <laughs> okay okay <laughs> you didn't sign an NDA <laughs> no I sure didn't I got people girl <laughs> Hmm. So I want to throw the question back at you guys, though. Um, so have you been in a situation where, like, you have fallen, had feelings for that person, but you knew all you could be was friends with benefits and you kept it, kept it going, or did you cut it off? Okay. 
I mean, I don't know why she's looking at me because I'm a relationship kind of person. <laughs> oh, she never even told her side. Go ahead. Girl. Oh, yes. Go ahead. Wow. <laughs> um, I think, well, personally for me, I think the one friend with balance the relationship was during a time where um, obviously I was single and it was a really close friend of mine and it kind of grew into that. And at the time, as you know, again, the double standards with women, when you look at a, a man who has four, six, ten partners, it's like, whoa, you go during your time where you're single. But then if you look at a woman who has four, six, ten partners, like, oh, mm-mm, she's this, she's that. Mm-hmm. So for me at that time, it was someone that I knew I trusted and was consistent. Again, I'm looking at my personal health, mm-hmm. right? And it was that understanding that this is what it was and nothing more than that. Mm-hmm. So, again, tested all that extra stuff. So mm-hmm. you're being safe with yourself and that one person. Mm-hmm. So did it did it go to a point where feelings involved? Yeah, but it didn't stay there, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Makes sense. And how it ended, it was basically, like you said, fit it out. And everybody end up meeting new people that they're very passionate about. And that was it. Mm. You brought up a great point, though, like being protected and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like making sure you're not going to catch something. Mm-hmm. It's like, OK, so did you guys like ever have that conversation? Because you guys make it sound very conversational. You know what I'm saying? It was a very open conversation. It was we respectively will be getting this test done these tests done and you compare <laughs> and if it gets to a point where mm-hmm. it's ah, questionable like, this is my time to leave you know you're not yeah. tie into it and it didn't start like with the sex first it was mm-hmm. let's have a conversation about this first mm-hmm. before we jumped into the sex because yeah. Yeah. you don't want to jump and then you didn't <coughs> see that little negative red flag yeah red flag and then yeah, condom and all that stuff, obviously. But again, you didn't see that negative red flag, you know? Herpes, you don't, mm-mm, nope. Yeah, I just no, to go to I just thought it's not on anybody's bucket list. I hope exactly. Yeah. That sounds like a syllabus to me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but to the to the men out there, like, here's how I see it. And I hope, you know, some men who are listening to this can kind of, like, grasp this um, perspective. Like, I feel like, you know, for whoever my future wife is, and I'm not saying that she's gonna be like this or she already she went through this, but she's listening. I'm ex- I'm expecting <laughs> I'm expecting already that she had multiple partners and I gotta accept that already. Mm-hmm. But may- maybe it turns out that she hasn't. But I'm already trying to put like the worst scenario so I kind of know how to deal with that, you know? Because by human nature, we have emotions and feelings and we go through some mm-hmm. stages in our lives where okay. You wanted to have different partners in your life, cool. So did I, you know? Okay, you were in a relationship, cool. Like. You know, it's like everybody has different experiences. So, right. you know, I, I already have the expectation that, OK, maybe my wife did go through something like this. But you know what? Like now we're here and I want to focus on the present. I want to focus our, on the relationship and on our family. I feel like it would be harder for like, again, if you meet your future wife to, for her to say, oh, I've had 16 partners rather than somebody saying, oh, I had two friends with benefits. And for you, I feel like for men, mm-hmm. the numbers kind of matter to them. And that was kind of yeah. like the thinking yeah. behind it when you were a younger <laughs> age and so saying, oh, it's let me add on. Thing. And again, mm-hmm. whoever it is, if you're doing your thing, you're doing your thing. That's, again, your life, your personal choice. But for me at that time, it wasn't 
numbers. Like, I, that's not what I wanted. I, You know what I mean? Yeah. So, again, mm-hmm. it would be harder for a man to be like, 16? Wait a minute. As long as as it wasn't with my close homies, you know, like like that, that I don't I don't mess with that. You know, I'll be I'll be completely honest. Like as long as I don't know my close friends, but like if you did it with some Joe Schmo clowns out there, you know that, you know, maybe my wife is somewhere in Texas, you know, like I don't know anybody in Texas. I mean, I I know people in Texas, but like I'm sure that you don't know people I know, you know. So there's there's a party clown somewhere that's named Joe Schmo. But I, I have two more, two more questions to ask because we do have to wrap it up. Um, the one one question I want to ask is that uh, recently in Texas there was uh, uh, the Supreme Court upheld this uh, law where essentially um, mm. anybody that tries to get an abortion yep. um, they could essentially people can go after them they can sue them and for roughly about I think ten thousand mm-hmm. um, so dollars. So you can't too, yeah. you can't get an abortion apparently and if someone knows that you got an abortion, they could sue you or sue someone and get $10,000 for it. And there's like forums and stuff being developed where essentially people could snitch you out. What do you think about that? I think it's sad. I think it's sad that there are people that get to control what a woman does with her body Mm -hmm. because you don't know how taxing that is on a woman's body. And for nine months, and you don't even know if she's going to make it through that. Yeah. And people are so concerned about like the abortion but they, they're not even worried about the child after they're born. Mm-hmm. It's like, what happens to the child? No one cares. Neglected at that point. Yeah. I think it's just about greed at this point. Because it's like, like what Lola was saying, that is very true. You don't know. And plus, you don't know how the child was conceived, whether it was even consent. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like the fact that people are now making a greed, like, oh, well, let me snitch on this person so I can get this money. Like, stay out of people's business. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you so concerned? Don't do that. <laughs> so, so uh, apparently, how this law is constructed. Let's say you're an Uber driver, and you're you just got a call to be able to take someone to a clinic. You don't know what's going on, but you took them to a clinic. Well, essentially, someone could sue that Uber driver <gasps> wow. and get ten thousand dollars. Okay, that's that's doing because they're a liability. That's we barely wild. got any money now. Why are they trying to sue people? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a little delusional. I mean, I've had this talk with um. A few of my friends who are like hardcore, like conservative Republican people. So you know how they, most of them think about the abortion thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, like I'm a big advocate for like, I mean, listen, I'm not a woman. I don't know what y'all go through physically mm-hmm. and how that drains you mentally. So why the hell would I, you know, like make a have make a decision on like your body and what you want to do with it? Mm-hmm. You know, um, it it doesn't make sense. And um, really, I think I guess just to play devil's advocate, really here, um, I guess the argument is that you're, you know, you are killing human life. You know, that's. I've heard that and, argument. And, yeah. Before. So, yeah. And again, other people have different definitions for what human life is. Mm-hmm. Some people, you know, again, they refer to it as a baby. Some people refer to it as a fetus. It depends on. The person, so you can't you really put your judgment and your opinion on how this person identified that moment or that person or thing that person is growing inside of them. Mm -hmm. It's not your business. Again, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we want to go on the religious aspect of things, which I didn't want to bring this up, but uh, (laughs) I'm a very religious person, so I'm completely against abortion. But at the end of the day, I mean, I do have an open mind to the whole situation. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to tell you to abort your child because that's not what I personally believe in. But 
in the situation, I mean, some people, they don't have a choice. Like, they probably were raped, and that's sad to say, but they're like, I can't carry this baby. Or they have health issues. Or they just don't have the funds to properly care for them. So I'm open-minded in that sense, but at the same time, I'm just not going to say, okay, yeah, go ahead and do it. Like, yeah. no. <laughs> so yeah. I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Definitely, uh, we can elaborate a lot more on instances like that and well i'm sure this is not going to be the last time that we collaborate so i do want to just give you guys a shout out i appreciate you guys coming on the show but we always we have a tradition on toast of the good fellas you know since you're at eq uh, multimedia recording to ask you one last question and uh i guess we can ask you individually um but we always have our guests uh give a toast to southwest florida <laughs> leave them with a piece of advice so I guess we'll ask you the same thing. Um, who who wants to be the the first person to answer, or do you guys want to answer collectively? You guys, y'all can't hold on. You gotta make a decision. No, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> that's always separated. That's 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 right there's like, no there's no we no we. <laughs> Oh my god, you're kids, man. Um, gosh, y'all looking at me. Okay, so repeat the question. I just so want to make sure I, I, I got you. this together because I'm answering for the group here. Yeah, so <laughs> if you can leave a piece of advice to Ooh. Southwest Florida, what would you want them Don't to have know? Alan, look at me. A piece to Southwest Florida. Um, my piece is to always follow your dreams, never give up. The sky is the limit. Um, just keep thriving, keep going. If somebody tells you no, you say yes, and you just keep persevering. Okay. That's my piece. I'm somewhere on your dartboard after tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every time she has to make a decision. She, yeah, like, like oh, freaking guy. Yeah. That was awesome. Great toast. Love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. Love it. So can you let, I mean, I, even though this is your show as well, we're going to promote it on our platform too. Can, can you let everybody know where to follow y'all? You know, how can they keep in touch with you? Um, yes, you can follow us at Heels Off Let's Talk on Instagram and on Facebook. We do have a page, so holla at your girls. <laughs> they have a lovely platform, y'all. Great conversations. They'll definitely make you think and make you think twice on how you approach, you know, your partner and, you know, anybody <laughs> you're dealing with. You know, really, um, very. these are very smart women. And um, definitely reach out to them, you know, um, for any advice and um, listen to their show. It's very, very interesting. DM they're, they're, they're doing big things out here, man. Y'all want to y'all wanna keep up with the trend for sure. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yes. yes. We appreciate mm-hmm. you guys so much. Of course, of course. Absolutely. Well, and where can people find Toast of the Goodfellas? Uh, they can find us on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, um, at Toast of the Goodfellas. Um, it's different. It's differently spelled for each like name because like I, I don't know. You know, it's weird. Like some, yeah. and some stuff, things yeah. are taken, some things are <laughs> yeah. not. So, so we have a YouTube channel, Toast to the Goodfellas. It's you know, it's just how it sounds. Um, follow us anywhere if you can, everywhere. <laughs> and um, yeah, we have you know, like we said earlier, we have you know, podcasting episodes. We have you know, segments that we've done with local small businesses. And you know, if you want us to. 
um, um, help you out with some marketing, you know, just let us know. Um, we have we do offer some very affordable like marketing for like startup businesses, and um, we have um, our portfolio in our um, pages. So check us out, listen to us, and you know, just hit the like button and subscribe. Definitely. Awesome. We do also have a tradition. Mm-hmm. It's called three for threes. Ooh. So it's basically you guys giving us three takeaways, three advice for our listeners. Mm. Three takeaways. Yeah. You want you want to go first? Yeah, sure. So I got <laughs> to think on my feet. I got to think on my feet. Three takeaways. <laughs> three takeaways. Um, First takeaway is that, you know, I love how y'all can have a very, like, formal discussion, you know, even though, we you know, we, I don't think we disagreed on many things, you mm-hmm. know, on some things, but, like, you know, we're able to keep it cool. And I think a lot of people don't understand that, you know, and there's always saying, oh, well, you know, like, I don't know if I could be friends with somebody who disagrees with me. And I disagree with that saying um, because, like... I don't know. I judge somebody more for the person they are, not what they think, because everybody goes through different experiences. So I understand that you're going to have a different perspective than me, you know, like mm-hmm. maybe like, you know, I said I've gone through situationships, you know, maybe you haven't. That's yeah. why I have a certain view on things, you know, and, you know, I expect you to respect that. You don't have to agree with me. Definitely. Um, so that's one takeaway. The second takeaway is that y'all are really going to blow up because y'all really know how to have a great conversation. Y'all know y'all know how to flow. Y'all are very confident, very Aww, well-spoken, you. you know, and something that I feel like I got to be better at, you know. Um, so I'm improving on that. And the third takeaway, I would say, is um, I'm very impressed on you all going through, like, diving through deep topics that people don't want to talk about because, um, uh, like, approaching the boogeyman, <laughs> Nobody wants to approach the boogeyman, oh, and they're afraid of that. You know, I'm not yeah. afraid of that. Like, let's go. Like, I want to talk about it. I want to solve issues. You know, it doesn't matter if it's good or bad. You know, I'm gonna let you know how it is. And uh, it, I mean, I love how y'all deliver the message. And something that I can learn from y'all is a, my 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 personal delivery. You know, I, I don't deliver stuff the best way. You know, me and Nick sometimes go at it because you know how arrogant that can be. <laughs> you, know? you know, I understand that. I understand. Yeah, but, um, both, brother. But but <laughs> but definitely. Um, that's um. You said three takeaways, and then was that was that it? Or yeah, it, it could be three takeaways or three advice mm-hmm. okay, for yeah. our listeners. Yeah. Okay, so. I'm so happy I put you on the spot first. Bro. <laughs> Give me time to write some notes. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> you had to go ahead, go ahead. Um, so the first thing I would I would say. Um, you know, I got to refer back to my notes. Actually, I remember. Is to make, <laughs> make informed decisions, whether it be with their potential partner, mm-hmm. with potential friends with benefits, or your potential, you know, future wife. Make informed decisions about who you want to be with. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be my first takeaway. My second takeaway is elections have consequences. And <laughs> to also make informed decisions when you're electing your officials. If mm-hmm. you don't like how certain things are going on currently, you always have uh-huh. a voice. You have platforms like these where you can make your voice be known. Um, and you can make a difference as long as you're consistent. Um, and then my third takeaway is just that Southwest Florida, as you can see, is growing. This is not going to be the last collaboration that each one of us does. Right. Um, we're going to consistently create new content. We're going to consistently meet new people. And just con- staying consistent is key. I want that to be the last takeaway. No matter what you do, if you're consistent at it, you'll be successful. Easier yeah. said than done, but that's very true, bro. Well said. Yes. Definitely. So, yeah. Those are three for three. Very threes. nice takeaways, yes. guys. Very nice. Yep, yep, yep. Thank you for having us 
on the show. Yeah. Yes. Of course. Thank Thank you. 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 Thank